With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's Wednesday, September 8th. And, you know, oftentimes we get so many emails from you guys that things start to pile up. And one of the frustrations I'm sure that you guys have is that if you're waiting to hear from us, you say, oh, I really wanted to get the answer to this question. If you want the answer to your question even faster, maybe resend the email question that you had sent us originally and say you're willing to come on the air because we like to have you on the air. It's actually preferable to us. Why? Because it's more fun. It's just a better listening experience. But also, we tend to uncover other pieces of your financial situation that help get you to a better place. So sometimes you don't necessarily think of all the things and you'll even hear that. You'll hear us say, oh, well, you actually asked about one thing, but the other thing is a much more important question. So come on the air live. We'd love to have you. Send us that note. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com and say, I want to come on the air and Mark will do the rest. Today, we are talking to Russ about retirement. Hi, Jill. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Basically, it's kind of a two-part question. Uh, I want to know, from your perspective, how do you run the numbers, particularly when you have a, uh, I guess, kind of an unconventional situation? I know everybody's situation is different. And then when you've run the numbers and decided, okay, I'm ready to do this retirement thing, and I'm specifically asking about early retirement, how do you know when the train has kind of come off the rails? Uh, I don't see a lot of info about that. Uh, yeah, outside. you like you want to hear like the disaster stories like, uh-oh, I retired early and now this is a problem. I have plenty of those. Don't worry. So, Russ, how old are you? Uh, 43. And are you married or single? Married. Okay. Spouse is how old? Uh, she's 41. Okay. Got it. You guys both working now? Nope. I'm the breadwinner. Okay. How much do you make? 200. Okay. Kids? We have a two-year-old. That's her full-time job. That is a full-time job. And by the way, I don't think the pay is so great. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Although maybe pay back, like, you know, down the line, the, the, the nourishment, the emotional wins that you get. Okay. So 
how much do you figure when you're looking at running numbers? And I'm, I'm really kind of interested to find out how much you think you need to live on in general. So I'm, that, that's always a, a, good, a good question. And we're trying to be conservative and go with just uh, uh, 100 grand. We, we feel, feel like even if we had to tighten our belts, that leaves plenty of room to do so. So okay. if you're targeting 100, you're and safe. Let's talk about some of these calculators and, and what happens here. The issue is that there are so many variables, especially if you're trying to retire early, that it's very difficult to get these things synced up. Right. What most calculators start with is just a series of questions. I'm sure you've gone on the on these various different ones. Essentially, it's sort of saying, how much do you need to accumulate to generate this hundred thousand dollars a year? When you think about retirement early, what does early mean to you as soon as possible? Or is there some year in mind that you have? I'm, I would like to be retired before 50. Okay. So let's say 50 because, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to, I like even. Nice numbers. round number. Yes, exactly. Tell me how much money you have so far saved up. We have a, a pile of different Roth accounts, mm-hmm. total about 200 and a pile of different uh, pre-tax, mostly 401k that totals about 700. And we've got a pile of after-tax that is in the neighborhood of 400. Mm-hmm. And I have, I am lucky enough to work for an employer that has a pension and the vested pension value is 200, 250. It, it does adjust a lot with interest rates. So as rates come up, that's going to shrink dramatically. But uh, uh, as I keep working, it might go up. So the pension that you're talking about, let's say it's age 50, you have enough time in. In other words, your years served would qualify you to tap that or would there be some yeah. limitations on it? No, I, I could tap it. It's just uh, going to be, uh, it'll be prorated based on your life expectancy. Sure. Taking it at 50 instead of, you know, 65 like it's planned. Okay. And on the 50 number, um, can you play around and see what, like when you say the vested, the 200 to 250, that's a cash balance. But would you be able to create a stream of income from that at age 50 or would they force you to take the cash balance? No, it's uh, you can definitely take it as a uh, payout, and uh, it's currently in the neighborhood of like uh, twelve hundred. That's pretty good, I have to say. Is it a company that is solvent and good? And like you know, the one problem with a pension is, of course, that the pension's only as good as the organization that's underlying right. it, right? So you feel currently comfortable the, in that? The, yes, the company feels very solvent. The the pension is actually uh, mostly funded. It's not at 100%, but it's, uh, I think it's north of 75%. That's great. Okay. That's really good. Um, Because that may be something that I think would probably be important if you can have a stream of income that is created before the whole social security scenario kicks in. It might be nice for you guys just to have some money coming in. I know that everybody loves to take the lump sum. I'm just not a huge, I, I don't always go that way. I, I would want someone to help you run the numbers. Okay, so okay. we're going to work for seven more years. Tell me how much are you saving? Like it's, you got a bunch of money. Uh, you know, it's, you got more than a million bucks. So, but do you feel like you're putting away a certain amount of money every year that that's going to add to that? So the answer is uh, yes, we are putting away maximums. So 401k, maxing out, and uh, we do get a match. And on top of that, I'm then putting in after tax to get to the IRS maximum. You're very good. You're a very good man. You mentioned the uh, uh, liking streams of income. Yes. Which is why I got into rental properties. Ah. We have two rental properties. 
one has a mortgage, one doesn't. Um, we paid it off, and so between the two of them, they cash flow probably twenty five grand uh, a year after the net of all costs, and that's someone else managing them for us. So what's kind of cool here is that if between the pension and the rental properties, you get like sort of the three, you get a third of what your need is, right? About mm-hmm. okay, yep. and so now what you're telling me is, hey, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna, I'll make it up. Let's say you have a terrible seven years in the market, but you, you know you're putting in four hundred grand, and you know it'll, the money will grow by something. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna guess that. I, I maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna let me guess low, two point three million. I think that's probably a fair number to say by the time you retire at fifty. Now the thing is, we don't really want you to take money out of the four hundred one k. So it's really the after tax uh, that we have to be concerned with, right? You're close. I mean, this could almost work in an insane way. It, will the second rental property be paid off that mortgage by the time you're 50? Uh, we're planning to. It's you know, a nice low rate, and yeah. I'm feeling like rates can only go up. Yeah. So we didn't have a plan to aggressively pay it down. Okay. Obviously, the money would be there if we wanted to. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering because I'm sort of looking at it and saying that you're you're pretty close. So here's what I would say. Yes, everything is a crapshoot on this because we are there are to- so many variables so when I run the numbers very quickly and I can kind of do this you say okay at 50 I can pretty much do it now how do I know that I'm going off the rails one of the ways you know you're going off the rails is if all of a sudden you are approaching 50 and you don't do it you don't quit first you approaching 50 and you say oh crap we actually need more money hundred's not gonna do it 150 is gonna do it now in this next seven years, you have to rerun these numbers pretty much every year and factor everything in. And and that could mean that like, hey, I have a two-year-old who needs blank. I don't know what it is. So one way it goes off the rails is you spend more money than you assume. Second way you go off the rails is if all of a sudden, the moment, at, you know, you're 49 and a half and all of a sudden we go into a horrible, prolonged, really bad bear market and yes, you do have the $2 million or $2.3 million, but that you don't want to actually be forced to pull money out. Some of that money that is in the after-tax account really has to be very safe because you don't want to be forced to pull money out of an account when markets are down. And right. the, the third thing that can happen is that you think you hate your job and you think you want to get out, and then you get out and you say, oh my God, I'm going to pull my hair out. This is horrible. And, you know, my my 12-year-old kid is like in puberty and doesn't want to talk to me. So what was I thinking anyway? And now you try to get back into the labor market and you kind of age, you age yourself out. So there are a lot of moving pieces to this. I think you're pretty close. Now, the other part of this is you might say, you know what? I don't want to do this on my own. I want to pay um, a real fee-only advisor an hourly rate, I want to give this person two grand to like basically run these numbers and run these numbers and then retest them every year as I get closer and closer. And that may be another way to do it. I Like I said, I think you're close. And look, you could have an upside surprise. You know, you really could. You could be like, whoa, you know, I, I'm basing this on 200 grand a year. But in the next seven years, what I find is that Actually, I'm making 250 and I'm putting more money away. Or my wife is really like love raising this kid. But when the kid went to school, she decided she wants to go back to work. Whatever. I, I, I don't know what those those variables might be, but 
I think those are your basic choices. I think you are very close, though. I really do. And, and you know, it makes me nuts thinking about that because I'm over 50 and I can't imagine retiring, but I love what I do. So if you hate what you do and you're looking for a way out, you're getting pretty close. And I think that you might be able to do this. I know we get a ton of questions about retirement, like Russ's question, but there's so many other things going on in your financial life. And there may be things that are standing in your way, some obstacles, and we might be able to help you out. And if that's the case, it may just be a mind shift that you need a little nudge. We want to help be that that gentle nudge, that that good coach. You know, that's what we really want to be. Mark and I are like the good coach. Actually, sometimes we're good and sometimes we're bad. But, you know, sometimes the coach has got to give you the tough news and sometimes the coach says, good game. Either way, we're here for you. If you need that, that help and you need the nudge, ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. And don't forget, please, please to lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.